Today's Vod has been dedicated Le'ilui Nishmat Chaim Azrael Ben Shmuel Shmelka Koyin. Bezat Hashem and the Zichut and the Limud HaTorah and the Chazokas HaTorah and the Shomer Shehav and Aliyah. So yesterday we learned the Rambam. I'm going to say over the Rambam like this, which the Poshib Shat in the Rambam, the Poshib Shat in the Rambam sounded like there are two types of avoidus Hashem, okay? There's the avoidus Hashem, which we would call under the category of mitzvahs ben odom or even mitzvahs sechliyos, mitzvahs that we could understand with our logic, the mitzvah, okay? In those cases, a person has to make sure that his midot match what the Torah says. He shouldn't be doing the behavior because and only because the Hashem said so, but rather he has to do the behavior because he wants to do them, because he feels them. He does them in Yiddish, they would call it with a geschmack. He does it with uh, enthusiasm, with excitement, right? He does those mitzvahs with excitement because Hashem wants us to fix the meters to match those mitzvahs, okay? Now, Rabbi Shoslanta spoke out, which we're going to get to a little bit deeper soon, but Rabbi Shoslanta said each behavior has a certain midah that needs to be worked on to make you fit with that behavior. So some midas, you would have to fix your kas and your taivas and your gaiva and your kina and your sinna, right? Each thing has its proteistic challenge, so to speak, specific challenge. And then you have to fix the mida that will help you overcome that challenge. And now you'll do the behavior with happiness, right? So if let's say you have the mitzvah of tzedakah, the mitzvah of tzedakah requires generosity, there's a lot of things that can get in the way of generosity. One's love for money can get in the way of generosity. Okay? So now he has to fix that thing in order to become generous. So it's not just that you give tzedakah because the Torah says so. You have to give tzedakah from your place of willingness, from your generosity. Okay? That's the idea. Then there's other types of mitzvahs, which are what we will call chukim. Like Bosa Bacholov, Shatnez, Bosa Chazir, right? Things that you wouldn't think on your own, logically. You wouldn't understand them on your own to be no good. And even after the Torah tells it to you, it's only because the Torah said so. You may not understand logically why it's like that, okay? So let's call that, just for the understanding of the sugyo, let's call that the way of the world. The world wears shotness, uh, their fancy suits, they put in wool and linen to the collar, because obviously it makes the collar stiff, it obviously does something, right? Good. It's good, good for the quality of the suit, why not? The world uh, eats lobsters, why not? They eat ham, they have restaurants and they have all kinds of cuisine, and they go to Broadway and they watch a show and they go to plays and they live life, you know? The culture around us, that many of the things that they're doing are disagreeing with the chukim. For example, shatnas, basa b'cholav, treif, etc., etc., 
Okay? So now, how should a person look at those things? So when you walk away from the Rambam, it sounds like from the Rambam you should say, wow, I really want to be a good guy, you know? Not a corrupt person. I want to be a good American person. But, what should I do? The Torah says no. So therefore, I don't do it because of, we'll call it Yirat Shabayim. Because the Torah doesn't allow it, right? Really, I want to do it. But, I, I can't. So I should go to Chveisnish, to the supermarket, and walk by the meats department over there and look at everything and say, oh, the time, I want that. But, Mayasa, what should I do? Torah says no. That's how you can walk away from the Rambam. Rabbi Solosalanta says that's incorrect shot in the Rambam. He's saying a deep thing. He's saying that's not shot in the Rambam. You shouldn't say, I want it, Lamaisa. But, what he's saying is, over there, you're not fixing a specific midah. Over there, you're making tikkun klali. Which means that what Hashem says is dangerous for me. And we're talking these terms so we can relate. Hashem says this is spiritually dangerous for me. Because it's Ra. I have to understand Ra. But you have to learn the sugi of Ra. And this has Tum'ah. And this makes Tim Tum Halev. And this develops a... Um, a, a barrier between me and Hashem. When I eat the treif, it could also make bad midot in me. Right? It has a ra in it. So even though I don't have a type of ba'etzem, it's not fixing in the midas like savlonos and kas and gaiva and all that. But it's ra. So things that are ra, I despise it. I, I, I don't want to be a ra person. I want to be a person who is Loving Hashem, loving His Torah, loving His way of life, right? So I have to make a tikkun kloli. So at the end of the day, do I want to eat the, the chazir? No. At the end of the day, do I want to go to Broadway? No. I have to say it's at. So in, in technically he's saying that there's no real difference. Once you come to the madrig of tikkun, you have to love doing good and you have to hate doing not good. But the nafkimin is going to be, in the mitzvahs are sikhlias. In the mitzvahs that make sense, over there you're fixing a midah. And that's why you love doing what you're doing. So it's coming from a natural flow of your midot. As opposed to the chukim, you also despise doing the bad things and you want to do the good things, but you're not fixing a specific midah. You have a sinatirah. You have an affinity with Tov. Okay? That's what he says. I want to just explain it in these terms. So maybe we can understand it very well. We know that Avodah Hashem is divided into two categories. Okay? One of the categories is where the Midot of Hashem on Nizgale and Debriya. You know what that means? Fancy words. Hashem has Midot. His Rachum, his Hanun, his Savlan, his Anav, all these Midot are the Midas of Hashem. That's the Hanhogas of Hashem. Okay? We as Jewish people are required to reveal those Midot. That's one of our big jobs. 
halachta b'zrochov, to reveal it in real life. When we behave the way Hashem behaves, kaviyochol, so we're revealing that. That's one way of revealing it. Another way of revealing it is that when we act in the proper way, then Hashem will reveal His Hanhogah to us with Chesed and Rachamim. It will be more clear in the world. Hatovo. Hashem's Hatovo will be realized in the world. Meaning Hashem wants to be Meitiv. He wants to do good. But we have to be Kelim to accept that. Hashpah Bracha. We have to be Kelim for that. So when we fix our Midas, we make ourselves receptacles. And therefore Hashem will shower us with that beracha, okay? So it's, this is like a two-part process. One part is that we behave godly, where we see the tselem elokim of the person coming out, and also we allow and facilitate, so to speak, we have the valve in our hands, so to speak, to bring Hashem's shefa of his midas into the world. Got it? Got that? That's one chelik of a Jewish person's avodah. There's another chelik of a Jewish person's avodah, which is called Kabbalos Ol Malchus Shomayim. You ever heard of that? We do it a few times a day when we say Kiryat Shema. We accept the yoke of Hashem. We accept His kingship. That means, even when I don't understand. So that's like a Kovid HaMelech. He's the Melech. Melech means because he said so. That's why I do it. Right? But at the same time, the Melech, you have to accept him with Ratzon. You have to be excited. But I don't understand what he wants. So here is where the who can play it. Let's, let's watch how this thing works. When you look at, when you look at Avodah Hashem from like a bird's eye view, you know, you see the whole picture. So the Ben Odom L'chaveroi is where is the place to make the Tikkun Hamidus, that Chelek. In the mitzvahs that are Chukim, mitzvahs Hashemois, over there is the place to make Kabbalah's all Malchus Shemayim Beratzon. Means me, logically, I wouldn't think that Bosa Mecholov is a bad thing. So therefore, if I don't think like that and logic doesn't dictate it, there's no media in there. Specific media. There's no specific media in there. So if it's not a specific media in there, that's not the place of Tikkun Hamidus. So what's over there? Over there is a makabal de Ratzon Hashem. B'simcha. Because he revealed it's Ra, and I don't want to do Ra. So over there is where I have a place to make Kabbalah Zalmach Hashemayim B'Ratzon. You understand? So both... Chalakim of Avodah comes out. But the only way to really be Mekabal Olam Al is Besimcha. To be Besimcha, you have to make Tikkun Klob. Now, we spoke out yesterday, and this is really Meduyik in the Lashon of the of Yisrael, that sometimes a bad meter will affect. Why? Because let's say, I, I, dis, I, I despise Ran, therefore Shatnas doesn't speak to me, you know? But then the suit is so nice. And they can't make a suit like this in the Jewish world, you know, because they can't do shotness. So now my tiger to look good is coming in. So I can fix a midah too. It also could facilitate fixing a midah, but Derek Agav. 
You understand? That's what Rabbi Saul alludes to. You follow what I'm saying? But the point is, I think what's coming out from this Rabbi Saul is a muridika oimik in the whole Avodah Hashem. In the entire Avodah Hashem. So the lifestyle, we'll call it, the Jewish lifestyle, represents Kabul's Omach Hashemayim Beratzen. The fact that we don't get, uh, we don't have girlfriends until it's time to get married, you find a wife. You understand? That's Kabbalah's own Malchus Shamay. That's Kabbalah's own Malchus Shamay. But you have to do a bit at so. You have to, but there's a, to do something Berotzen, you have to be able to learn the Sugi and understand it. You see, this is a deep thing. What Rabbi Salah says that you make Tikkun Kholi, doesn't mean that there's no Havona there. It just means that it's not touching a specific need. But there is a Havana there. Hashem was Megala, that a woman has a sacred mission. And a man and a woman together, they have a sacred mission of building a home. And making Shechina. It's not there for your pleasure. Okay? Chiddush Akro. Chiddush Akro. But after the Chiddush Akro, it has a Havana to it doesn't have to be something like Pora Duma, that even after the Torah was Mechadashit, you still don't understand the Mahalach. It could be that they are Chukim that you understand the Mahalach. But it's not something that's logical from without the Chiddush Akra. So Amel, it's not taking a Midah. It's a Tikkun Klal in Adam. You understand what I'm saying, Mayor? Chapping what I'm saying? Or no? Huh? It's a deep thing. It could have a mahalach, but that's still in the tikkun klali. But it could also affect a prat, because I have taivus nashim, you know? So my taivus nashim is gonna want me to moira heter. And say it's not so bad. So therefore I have to work on the taivus nashim. You follow? But be'etzim it's working with klali. That's the big yusayid of Rabbi Sol Salata. So at the end of the day, Rabbi Sol Salata is saying, we need to do Avodah Hashem b'simcha. But there's different types of Avodah Hashem. There's Avodah Hashem that we have to do b'simcha because we fit our natural koich nefesh into the... Yes, Ali. How does one identify whether or not this is a holy tikkun or a That's a very good question. How do you know if it's like a sikhli or a choik? So... It's hard to answer that 100%, but I would say that the general rule of thumb would be if in a functioning, healthy society, like the Sheva Mitzvahs B'nai Noyach are something that are developed for society to work in a, in a normal way, not a corrupt way, right? So certain things are not, they're, they're considered corrupt, even in the world it's considered corrupt, right? Seichel Odom is Mechaib, that and that's considered corruption. That's for sure goes into Mitzvah Sechlis. He calls it Ben Adam L'chavera. That means most Ben Adam L'chaveras are like that. Between people. It's like that. And things that are accepted as normal. And it's talking not creating a corruption in society. So that type of thing is not Sechlis. That's a Chiddush Akro that it's no good. The, the, the examples that he's using are very Kitsoni. Are very... Um, uh, strong to the other side, like Shatnas and Basel, Mecholov and Basel, Chazir. But there is a gray area over here where you have things that are 
Chidushim. The Seichel wouldn't be So then he's saying over there, you're not really working a Pratiyastik Avida, you're being Makabal from Hashem that this is Ra. It could be a Mahalach and Machshava why it's Ra. Once the Torah was Megala to me. But technically the, the place of Avoidi is that I despise Ra. Of course I have to use Emuna, I have to use Bata, I have to use Caleb. I have to say that life has a purpose. So the purpose of life has to be met. It's corrupt to say that I'm going to use life for the wrong way. That's called Ra. Like, like, it's a very deep thing. Let's try to understand it. Masil Sharm says, Ain Ra kichisar nashlamas. There's nothing more corrupt and evil than not perfecting yourself. Huh? Why? That's what he says. Man wrote the book. He said that. What does that mean? Because logic dictates that if you came here for a purpose, and God gave, put you here for a purpose, and He's the one who supplies you with all your needs to, to do your thing, and then you go take uh, the things Hashem gave you and you use them for your own pleasure, you're a rotten person. Right? If you don't make brachas and you don't have a karasatayv and you just take things for your own pleasure, you're a rotten person. But that's after the pasuk. That's noch the chiddushakra. That's what's nizgalatas. But you're still ra if you do it. So I have to come to a point of understanding of what's toiv and what's ra. And I want to do toiv, and I don't want to do, and I don't want to do ra, and I don't leave, lead my life based on what's sweet. I lead my life based on what's emet. But I have to have a geshmak in that. Not just because I am doing it because Hashem said so. I have to have a geshmak in doing the emet. That's what Rabbi Saul said. But the reason why I'm doing it is because it's emet. But I have to have a geshmak in doing emet. But that's not touching the meat be'etzem. Now, like I said, a lot of things are going to conflict. And the Rabbi Shol speaks that out clear, because he says, you have to be tikkun rotsun kloli, lev lishmor moitze pi Hashem yisbaruch b'mitzvah shashmiyos, v'lachapes lahaktin koyach hatayva b'chol prat. It will intertwine a little bit with midas, but only on a sideway. Because let's say, um, let's say even in learning, right? I have a certain kind of brain which makes me want to learn one type of learning, right? Even in learning. But this called Terakula there, you know? You have to learn that too. I said, no, I only learn the sugis that are gishmak for me. So I'm going with the arev. Oh, it's getting late. I'm going with the sweetness. No, I have to learn even what's not sweet. But then Rabbi Shol says, I have to learn even what's not sweet with a gishmak. But how am I going to learn that's not fitting with my koiches hanefesh, you know? Because I have to want the emet. And if the emet isn't learning halacha, even though I like lamedis, I have to learn the emet. But I have to have a gishmak in that. You understand? But then maybe I have taiva that says, since I have a gishmak in this area of learning right now, I'm successful at it. So I want to do things that I'm feel successful or the people around me notice that I'm successful. So now I, I walked into a tiger now. So I gotta, I gotta deal with that too. You understand what Rabbi Shosh Lant is saying? Cohen, you getting it? It's a little complicated. It's not so easy. You have to go it over. This is Mamish. In these two paragraphs, Rabbi Shosh Lant is all the of the whole life. You understand? The whole life.
and, 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 and he's also alluding to all the obstacles in the way of everything that we go through. So let's try to break it down slow. There's the things between us and our friends. Not speaking Lush and Hara, being nice to people, you know, the day-to-day internal stuff. Okay? So over there, there is specific midot I have to fix, and I have to really see the good in my friends and not be interested in talking bad about them. Not just controlling myself from speaking Lashon I have to actually work that. That it becomes a natural. You're a nice guy, naturally. Torah developed you that way. But then you become a nice person, okay? Then we have things, we'll call them, that are... Um, the world around us that are not corrupt looks good, looks enticing, looks kishmak. The world's doing it. They're into fashion, right? Over here, the makaj. What is that called? Makaj, that's what it's called. So, monkey see, monkey do, you know? <laughs> one guy gets one, then the whole Klaus uh, Israel has them. And then it's not kishmak anymore because it's regular. So then someone has to do something outrageous. Okay, different sugya, right? So now, uh, fashion. Okay, it's fashion. Right? But now I'm putting the emphasis in something wrong. Because I didn't come into this world for that reason. Right? So I have to put my emphasis in the right place. But not because Hashem said so. Because I have to now have a geschmack and putting the emphasis in the right place. That's the deep thing that Rabbi Soslant is saying. Okay, so this is a deep subject. You have to digest it. You have to chazer it. You have to go it over. Maybe on Shabbat we'll uh, we'll uh, reiterate and go over it and get it clearer. Break it down. We have a nice Shabbaton together. We spend time trying to figure this out better. Okay, and then we're going to move to the next thing, which is like really big stuff. Okay, say. That.